0: In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life dedicated to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin. They would call others into a life of holiness, and they would let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. In honor of these great men, each November, I get together with a couple thousand men and spend a month focused on growing. Growing in community, growing in virtue, and growing out our beards. This year, we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Bearded Virtues, My name's Tony Vicenda and I'm excited to have myself and some of my favorite people share their reflections on Cardinal Virtues with you. But before we dive into the Cardinal Virtues, we wanted to take a couple days to talk about what a virtue is and how we live virtuously. For the first three days, we have Cameron Thompson of the Virtuous Leadership Institute breaking into how we can do just that. This is day two of the Nazarite Challenge.
1: This is Dr. Cameron Thompson. I'm a moral psychologist, author, and president of the Virtuous Leadership Institute. So virtues are a way of living excellently. It's the habits and the strengths that we acquire, deeply-seated, dispositional traits acquired by habits. What is the goal of the virtuous life? What What is virtue driving us towards? What is virtue, our development of the virtues, allowing us to do? The goal of virtue, of the virtuous life is to live a good life so somebody who is virtuous a virtuous human being is somebody who is excellent at being a human being you see the virtues make us more who we are not less who we are and so we, when we begin to think about striving to develop virtue to become more virtuous we're not overcoming our human nature so much as more fully becoming our human nature and the goal of virtue, as it was, has been classically identified, is eudaimonia, or eudaimonia, which is human flourishing, human flourishing, becoming more human the way that we are meant to be. And it's not just in some generic sense that I more perfectly instantiate human nature, although this is true, because we are unique and in individual person. We instantiate that human nature in a particular way. We, each one of us has a personal identity. So that to the degree that I become more virtuous, I become more human, I also become more fully myself, really more fully authentic. So that is to say, if we use what the, the real meaning of the word authentic, is that's to say self-possessed, to become more fully integrated in who I am. So the virtues shape who we become. Not to become something other than what we fully are, but the virtues actually shape us. These habits that we acquire shape us to become who we truly are meant to be. Who we truly, really, at the end of the day, are made to be in the sight of God. Who God has in mind for each one of us to become. This really shapes our identity. It's a way of being that allows a beautiful unity of life. So when we live virtuously, we're no longer having to live by rules, That are outside of ourselves. It's a fundamental difference between rules-based ethics and virtue ethics. Ethics meaning the sort of the principles that that shape the way you live. That rules are something outside of yourself. You try and conform yourself to artificial standards. Uh, And rules have their rules have their place. Rules are like what you know rules are like the the bumpers in the gutter that allow me to ever get strikes in bowling is that rules are there to help get something moving the direction it's supposed to moving and not get sidetracked rules have that function Uh, especially when we're younger little kids need rules to begin to learn how to behave well and behaving well isn't isn't the standard for behaving well isn't by conformity to the rules on the contrary the rules are there to be like guidelines, guide points to help you live in accordance with what is best for best for human flourishing was actually going to lead to, to living a holistic life conducive to becoming who you are meant to be, to becoming who you really are. And so, so the rules are something external. And when we live by rules, it often can divide our life. We think in different compartments, right? Well, I've got these ethical standards here and these professional standards over here, but in my family life, it's this no not so with virtue when we're living according to virtue the virtues have an interior dynamism because they're working from within us it's something that like i said previously it's a strength that we acquire it's excellence at being a human being it's excellence at being who i really am and so when we develop the virtues it grants this unity to our life so that there's no compartmentalization that says i behave well over here, because I'm behaving according to the rules of this context, say my professional workplace, but I behave differently in my family life or out on the sports field or in the shopping mall. No, when I develop virtue, this, there's this integrity of life that binds all these aspects of my life together. And I behave with consistency. That's not to say I behave exactly the same in every context. You're always behaving according to the circumstances. You wouldn't behave the same way in in church as you would on the sports field, as you would, um, I don't know, at the beach, right? You're different. You're going to behave slightly differently. You're going to dress differently and so on because the context and the circumstances are different. But you're going to behave rightly in either case, in any in any circumstances. So developing the virtues is in human life analogous to being a piano virtuoso. Uh, you know, somebody who's in a concert pianist has been practicing their whole life. They can play the piano excellently so that they can walk onto the stage, sit down at the piano, and it just flows from their fingertips. They're fully engaged. The the concert pianist is fully engaged in what he or she is doing, fully engaged in the music, interacting and engaging with the instrument before them, and the music flows from them. They're not absentmindedly doing it, it, simply because it comes out of them by habit, but they're actively engaged in it. But it flows from them as second nature, and in that same way, Developing the virtues allows us to have that unity of life to live excellently uh, in in a similar way to the the piano virtuoso who sits down and engages with the piano and things just flow naturally and it's beautiful and harmonious music. The same can be done with our lives when we develop the virtue.
0: Thanks again, Cameron, for calling us to a life of virtue. I would love to have you guys head over and share your thoughts on today's reflections on the Facebook page. Um, Again, you can find the link for that down in the show notes. Uh, I'd love to also hear specifically, you know, Cameron talked about that piano virtuoso. Where do you find yourself fully and deeply engaged? Where's this kind of excellence that you experience in your own humanity really engaged in this conscious way? Um, Again, we're we're not looking to say, hey, divinity is over here. God is far from us and our humanity is removed from that. We want to engage deeply in the virtuous life so that we can draw closer to God. To find out more about Cameron's ministry, again, hit up the link for the Virtuous Leadership Institute down in the show notes. We also, again, want to thank sponsors for the Bearded Virtues and Nazarite Challenge. That's Catholic Bomb Co., Pink Salt Riot, eCatholic, and the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. For more information on their work, Please check out the show notes or visit NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about the Nazarite Challenge and Bearded Virtues is to share the challenge page on social media um, using the hashtag NazariteChallenge2018 um, or to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. And if you do that during the course of this month, you're actually going to get entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Catholic Bomb Co. We'd love to have you share that with us and we'd love to let everybody else know about the amazing conversations that we're having here and about our desire to grow in a life of virtue. So until next time, gentlemen, stop shaving and start praying.